BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, welcome back to Free Terrible Gamers. I'm not even going to tell you what episode it is, just because we just got done discussing it. That's right. Hey guys, how you doing this week? Oh, let's pick up where we left off last time, since we actually managed to do it since like the middle of like when we first started. <laughs> uh. The new Suicide Suicide Squad game is coming out, it looks like, with trailers already out. Yeah, so apparently it's just another online service game that requires internet, even when playing one player. And even when playing one player, all four characters are going to be on the screen at the same time, just whichever one you're not or somebody else is not will be bots. Which is That's... weird. But I mean, yeah, I guess it's been tackled somewhat before, kind of like a Rocket League situation. Which I mean, I know it's a little bit more in depth than what Rocket League is, but at the same time, I don't guess it's the first time of games bringing out bots for single player mode. Well, if you recall back in the day, it kind of reminds me of Sonic Heroes. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? I was th- I was thinking it- more online thing, but yeah, I see what you're saying with Sonic Heroes. Because you're only controlling one at a time, whether it's Sonic knuckles tails or any of the other ones and the other two because you're only three at that point instead of four but the other two were just basically following you to your bots you know yeah so Switch. similar to that i guess yeah but it online service games they're going to fail because they were popular a while ago, probably when this started development, probably back in what 2016 or so, they were pretty popular, just not coming out. Fortnite and everything, but now Fortnite is pretty much dominated the online only service, so the other ones are kind of failing. But they didn't know that they would fail when this started development, it was popular back then, so 
that's just kind of what we're seeing. Several online service games have shut down just in the past couple of weeks. I know we saw my walking just two weeks ago. It failed. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So it's just if you're not Fortnite or Rocket League, you're probably going to fail. Yeah, I mean, bad and pretty much what it looks like is just a uh, inbranded version of a Spider-Man game as well. Pretty much. If it wasn't an online service game, it was an actual adventure game, it'd be pretty cool, pretty fun to play as the Suicide Squad. But since it's an online service game, I won't even, which I don't have a PlayStation, but even if I did, I wouldn't pick it up. Um, but the release date is May 26th, if any of you guys listening are interested. Yeah, you guys can play it all you want. Uh, not going to get a PlayStation for it. That's right. Not worth getting a PlayStation for, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, it did take a lot for us to get a PlayStation in the first place. Right, exactly. I'll keep my PS2, that's about it. That's the last PlayStation I bought. Well, I didn't even buy them. Mom got it for me when I was younger. <laughs> right. Well, s- sticking with PlayStation, and since these are still relevant, by the time release. Well, no, it'll literally. Well, yeah, it'll come out the day that it releases. Uh, the March PS Plus games for the month of March. So for just the PS Plus service, the regular one, I don't care what it's called. Anyway, uh, Battlefield 2042 for PS5 and PS4, Minecraft Dungeons, PS4, Code Vein, PS4. And then for the PS Plus Extra and Premium tiers is Ghostwire, Tokyo, Immortals, Phoenix, 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 Rising, Rainbow Six Extraction, Tohia, Day One Game, and Princes, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. So the only ones out of those that might even be kind of worth playing to me would be Uncharted, because the Uncharted series is a decent series. And if you like Minecraft Dungeons, I don't. I'm not a big Minecraft fan but i know a lot of you that are out there probably listening are so yeah i've never been much of a minecraft person either i've seen a little bit of dungeons called we used to play it a little bit it showed me didn't really get into that either so yeah but yeah uncharted pretty much be the only one that would be interesting to me as well just because i played the battlefield series and I think I played 2042 back when it first came out a long, long time ago, it feels like. Yeah, it was a while ago, it feels like. I don't know. Battlefield, I've tried playing it, but it's just not for me. I prefer Call of Duty and not really even the newer Call of Duties anymore. No, I haven't bought a Call of Duty since, I want to say, Black Ops 4. Last time I actually paid for one. Last one I paid for was I don't even know if I've ever bought a Call of Duty. I think they've all been gifts, honestly. (laughs) 
Fine. I, I bought I bought some Modern Warfare on Black Friday whenever it dropped down to like thirty bucks at the time, like being brand new. Yeah, was... full Black Ops Four though. Black Ops Four, I got it from Summer's Mama for Christmas. So I mean, it's been. I don't think I've ever bought a Call of Duty game ever. I bought a couple. It's crazy to say. I bought. I bought a bunch of two Ks. We play two K every year. I haven't bought it this year yet, but I still play it. That's right. <laughs> oh. All right, Mortal Kombat Twelve has been revealed. Yeah, and it was revealed on accident. It was a confirmation from Andrew Slabin, Slabin, the uh, Warner Bros. Discovery's executive vice president of global investor strategy. But he said that Mortal Kombat 12 is slated for 2023. And this is just a quote from him talking about it. Um, and there's a, lots more to come. Well, him re- revealing it, I guess. And there's a, lots more to come talking about games this year, including the highly anticipated Mortal Kombat 12 and Suicide Squad Killed the Justi- Justice League. Games also set for release year with ambious launch projections. Um, so yeah, he just basically dropped it in his conversation he was having. So it's not really a surprise to see another one come out, but I mean, there's really not a lot more you can do with the series that already hasn't been done. I mean, you can only do so much with it. I mean, yeah, you can add on to the story, but that's about all you can do. I mean, the gist of the game's going to be the same just to beat them up, you know? I mean, yeah, they be. I mean, they've been doing the same thing since literally they were still in arcade cabinet. Yeah, but at the same time, Mortal Kombat Twelve isn't really that big of a shock. I say it'll get released in April. I, if it wouldn't have came up a conversation, I say it would probably been a shadow drop right when it would have been coming out, just because the research I was doing on it is it's been four years since MK11 has came out. It came out in April of 2019. And then it's been eight years since Mortal Kombat X has came out. So, and it came out in April whenever it came out in 2015. So, I mean, they're right on track. It's been four years, and they have a habit of releasing in April. So, my prediction will be mid-April is when we'll see another Mortal Kombat game. Since we already know it does exist, it's just when it comes out at this point, because there hasn't been a release date that I'm not aware of yet. No, I haven't seen a release date. So let me ask you this. Do you think that they will take the jump and just be for next-gen consoles, or will they release it for current-gen and Switch also? Like eleven, they'll do it to they'll release it to all consoles, just to get more sales. Basically, I mean yep. it's a good, it's a good strategy just to release it on everything so you'll sell more. Basically, mm-hmm. that would be the, I mean, obviously that's the smart move they can make because there's a lot of how we've mentioned several times before just releasing on the switch alone is going to open up to a huge market in the first place. Right. 122 
million consoles are out there. I'm sure not. I mean, I wouldn't say a majority of them, but a good chunk of them will buy the game, especially if it's parents like you and I that grew up playing it. So, yeah. So, like for me, I I still haven't bought eleven, but I'm just. It's just one of those things. I had put so much money in the X. I just because with X, where they released all the pretty much horror villains in the game, I bought all the DLCs for it. So for me, I'm just like, okay, I sunk this much money on top of the sixty dollars that I paid whenever it first came out. So I'm just like, oh no, I'm not really going to pay for because I think that was the second M-Ready game I bought legally whenever it came out. Because I just turned 17 whenever it came out. I didn't buy X, but I played it at your house some. Yep. So yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Like I said, 11, I didn't buy just because like i said with x i spent so much money so 12 i'll probably pick up just to play it especially if they decide to be nice and like put a demo out right which they do on a lot of newer games now but yeah i'm excited like i said my prediction still stands strong i say it'll be april whenever they decide to either shadow drop it or like i said if they decide to come out in the middle of this month say hey yeah in a month we're, we're going to drop this game. Okay. We'll see. You got any predictions to go against me? No, I'll say April too. It seems like, I mean, that's just their trend at, at this point. There's yeah. really not much evidence to be able to go against you on that. No, not the analytics shows that, like I said, I really... I haven't picked up a Mortal Kombat in forever before X. I think Armageddon was the last one I played up until that point, which that was still more of a, I don't know. It had, to me, it's more of a weird setup, like how on X it was literally you just go to the, you know, you pretty much hit next, you go through a cutscene, and then you fight in Armageddon. You actually done like mini games and everything else throughout the story. Was Armageddon, was that on the PS2? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I had it, too. The last one I got was uh, versus DC Universe. Yeah, that was the T-rated one. Yeah. Because you, DC wouldn't allow them to... Uh, Make it M. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it was pr- honestly my, probably my favorite one. Just because yeah, you re- could use Batman, pretty much is the only reason I liked it. I was just say I remember playing it up there at your mom's house whenever I come up there to spend the night and stuff. Yeah, but I still prefer to play Armageddon over top of that one. But yeah, again, I never beat the one that you had, but I definitely beat Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I played Armageddon more. I got into the story more. Mostly, I just played quick matches on DC Universe. I didn't really get into the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, neither did I. But like I said, I, I didn't have the game, so it was just one of those things. But still, at that point, we would still put it down. We would always get a NBA or, I mean, at that time, NBA Live or 2K. 
Yeah, back then NBA Live was actually good. Like I said, it just depends what mood we was in and if we wanted to try to – because remember, you couldn't pop a three-pointer with Dwight Howard on 2K, but you could pop it all day long in NBA Live with Dwight Howard. That's right. 2K has always been more accurate, basically. All right. Nintendo Switch 4chan prediction. All right, so – here, the leaker that posted this, he accurate, or I don't even know if it was a girl or a guy, I don't know. We'll just say they, because I don't know. But uh, they accurately predicted everything that was announced at the uh, Pokemon Presents event. But the last sentence in their post said, we are working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2 which would be there he's referring to dlc2 for scarlet and violet so many people online including myself thought the nintendo switch models he was referring to was just new oled models like upcoming zelda one that we're going to get maybe not that one specifically but you know what i mean like different themed oled switches but he then or they i'm sorry later then said that he was or they were actually talking about next generation console from Nintendo a next generation switch and they're saying it'll release early 2024 alongside that DLC too for Scarlet and Violet whatever the second wave of DLC is me personally I don't believe it will. I think whoever it was just realized that they got a lot of hype online behind it. So they just came out with a reference to keep people's attention, keep their, you know, trend going basically. Because me, I mean, it may release in 2024, the new generation console, but for me personally, I wouldn't release it in early 2024 if I was Nintendo, because if they release it early 2024, they would have to announce it late 2023 which would really hurt their nintendo switch sales for holiday 2023 and they don't want to do that i agree for me i say they'll announce it mid to late 2024 or release it mid maybe announce it early 2024 but won't release it till mid to late 2024, so then get that holiday push on it. I still don't think that it's a thing in general. I just think, like you said, the guys just want to hype train because the Pokemon prediction that's it's Pokemon. It's, I mean, yeah, the guess what types of Pokemon was going to come out is pretty amazing, but at the same time, it, it was kind of like a quote unquote psychic thing where you just put a general overall broad spectrum on things. That way it makes it seem like you are going to be more accurate with it. Right. And I mean, I even predicted that they's going to have DLC for Scarlet Violet. I mean, that's not hard to do, but what he did predict, it was pretty amazing. But like you said, it's not that amazing, especially yeah. if he works on the patches and stuff for it. Exactly. You know, he would know that stuff. So I don't even think, they will like 
announce it or release in 2024 myself. I think they'll carry on the current gen switch until 2025 and 2025 is when they will release next generation switch. Yeah. But like I said, with the whole entire Pokemon situation, Nintendo pretty much puts Pokemon on their consoles, but other than that, neither company technically needs each other when it comes to that. Pokemon's been successful well before it was any type of video game with the cards, the whole nine yards, but it's just boom. Okay, this guy got all his Pokemon stuff right. Yet again, kind of, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't I'm not saying I could do it easily, but I'm saying if you're around it all the time, and like you said, if he's the one dealing with the patches on it, obviously the guy has some sort of insight knowledge. I mean, insights on the situation at hand. So in saying that, not really that outstanding that he did do it, but at the same time that he did guess the right types of Pokemon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But the fact that he's throwing out the extra hype of, oh, yeah, we're going to have a thing, because I'm sure that Nintendo's not going to be like, hey, yeah, dude, we're your Pokemon, dude. We're going to get you uh, insight on our new Switch release. Right. Just because he has something to do with Pokemon doesn't mean he has something to do with inside Nintendo themselves, even mm-hmm. though they are partly owned by Nintendo, but that doesn't I mean they're not just going to release information to this guy like yeah you know next year we're going to release new generation console i just they're not just going to tell anybody walking in yeah it i I doubt they would even tell their employees that until it was time to actually start working on it i mean i'm sure the only only people that know in nintendo are are the higher-ups because Mm -hmm. if they tell anybody else even just game developers it takes more of a chance of it getting leaked out so well yeah i mean you've seen the Tears of the Kingdom art book. <laughs> and like I said, they don't want it leaked out before they're ready to announce it because that'll just hurt sales on the current Switch, not even just in holiday. If they get wind now that there's an actual proof that a next generation Switch is out there, people's not going to buy the current Switch anymore. They're going to wait until they release that one. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Exactly. 
So, like I said, Nintendo would be screwing themselves out of a lot by right. doing. Is it dirty for Nintendo to just say that they sell the current Switch at Holiday and then announce a new Switch early next year? I mean, maybe, but they're a business. That's what they do. They uh, they're going to help their sales out. They're not going to hurt their sales because they know they sell a lot of Switches every single holiday year. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, I mean, the Switches aren't necessarily getting more expensive. Right. They're not up in the prices of them like the other consoles are. They're staying the same. Mm-hmm. So, and then the fact that you got different options, you got the OLED, you got the standard, and then you got the light versions. I mean, there's all kinds of different options to choose from. So, it, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be too far of a stretch for that to happen. But like I said, for in this situation, I'm just saying that they decided that they was going to ride the hype train. But in reality, the situation of it being if they did, you know, do well this 2023 and then all of a sudden pop through in 2024. Hey, yeah, we got a new console coming out. That still gives you a whole entire pretty much most of the year to save up to do the whole entire holiday. So which it would be to go in the first place. Right, and to play that new Switch you just got for Christmas, you'll play the whole year. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's going to happen regardless, no matter what. I mean, for the Wii U, yeah, they announced it before holiday 2016, but nobody was buying a Wii U anyway. So why not hype up your upcoming console that you know is going to sell better than your current? But right now, the Switch is a candidate for the most selling console of all time behind the PS2 and Nintendo's trying to beat the PS2 at that. So why would they hurt themselves? So. Which I mean, they're, they're going to just because the whole entire concept is different now. And the fact that it has outlived the PS2 on the cons, like from when it started to where it is now, time wise. And I think that there's more gamers now than there was back in the early 2000s. Because, I mean, gaming back then was still kind of a a nerdy thing to do or for little kids. So you got more adult and older gamers now than you did and a lot of little kids getting into gaming like they always have been. So, uh, With a grain of salt, all the little kids that did have a PS2 are our age now. Right. Or but there's also kids. more adults now, especially kids that grew up in the 80s that played Mario, they still play Mario. So, Yep. So, yeah, it's one of those things. And, I mean, console companies know what they're doing. They're going to always release right before holidays in the first place when they do because that's when you're going to get your big old rush of your initial purchases. Yeah, I mean, I do the same thing. I'm not going to hurt myself. That's right. All right. Uh, I guess this is moderately a leak. A, a leak. Might be able to talk today. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> DLC is on its official website. Yeah, so um, the tweet that I seen that announced this, it was HMK. 
that put it on Twitter. Um, on the official Tears of the Kingdom store page, it says the full version of the game is required to use DLC, which is sold separately. To me, this is not a surprise that there will be DLC for Nintendo's biggest game of the year. And I will definitely pick it up like I did Breath of the Wild's DLC. But some people online are upset that a $70 game will most likely have DLC to be able to be pre-ordered before the game's even released. Because Nintendo's done that a lot with their newer uh, games that came out. Even if it's part of the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, do you think it's a big deal that they do this? Not, I mean, I can understand why people would get a little butthurt over it, but at the same time, not really, just because especially having both the DLCs for Breath of the Wild, I know that it enhances the game. It's it's well worth, what was it? $20? I think, yeah, it was... A piece? Yeah, $20 a piece. And, of course, the first one was the Trial of the Swords, so therefore your Master Sword could get... Which, I mean, it was kind of a pointless thing to have, so they kind of do, like, the weird, you know... To put it in a situation again, if they was to release it like that, and you can't even get your Master Sword until 13 hearts like you did in Breath of the Wild. So until you got to that point in the game, it was kind of pointless to have that DLC, which right. me, I didn't have DLC until after I'd already beaten the game. So me too. I, like I said, a DLC is there to buy. You don't have to necessarily buy it right away. So that's another right. reason. It's your choice. They leave it up to you. Like I said, it's just a story enhancer. It makes the game... I'm not going to say easier because it was hell getting through those trials, but it was, you know, well worth it at the end with the fully, you know, upgraded Master Sword and then the Champion's Ballads, which, what, that just gave plus abilities on all the things, correct? It and did, it, and it expanded the story behind the Champion's, well, stories. It it gave you more insight on what they went through and how they died and stuff. And it also gave you that awesome motor, motorcycle. Yeah, spoiler, if you hadn't already beat Breath of the Wild. <laughs> or, well, I mean, it came out six years ago. If you haven't seen it yet, then that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you how, what you have to do to get the motorcycle. We'll, we'll leave oh, that I was a about to. I want you to be scared when it happens, if you haven't yet. I was about to tell them. Nope. No. It, it, it's rough. It, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's rough. You will be scared, and you will die a lot. Yeah, well, I didn't die How during did you... it, but I did get scared during that cutscene real <laughs> Well, I didn't die either, but you will if you don't have a bunch of potions made up or cooking, like food and stuff cooked for hearts. I mean, well. I don't want to spoil it, but it's basically like you're fighting all the blights again. It's worse than Ganon. Ganon's yeah. easy compared to that thing. That's true. In my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, the fact that it is releasing beside a $70 game, like I said, it's not like you have to buy a DLC right away. It's not like the DLC is going to make that big of a difference to the story. Like I said, it'll enhance it. It'll either enhance it like 
how the one dead and there have been the how they died and everything else. Of course, you know, with the minimalistic that we have seen from this game so far, it's hard to tell what the DLC would actually be based on. But at the same right. time, the two DLCs that we did get with Breath of the Wild, one made life easier, and then one dove into the story a little bit more. But the first one that got released made the game easier once you completed the trials. Yeah. So will you pick it up? Probably not right away. I'll probably do what I did last time and then hop in. I like, you know, beating games how they're supposed to be beat. And then I'll go through and I'll do the extra stuff later. Yeah. I won't pre-order it, but yeah, I'll pick it up after I'm into the game quite a bit and know the story more. But actually, Tears of the Kingdom started out being DLC for Breath of the Wild, and then it just got so big they went ahead and done a new game on it. Yep. And now this game has DLC, so that should tell you how much thought has went into the world of Breath of the Wild. See, that's the thing about DLC too. You don't have to pre-order it. It's that it's a digital content. You right. It's never going to go anywhere. You right. always get it. <laughs> unless they take it off. Uh, what's which, the which they won't because yeah, I mean. Especially Tears of the Kingdom. But that's usually because the game's shutting down. Right. I mean, yeah, when the Nintendo Switch store shuts down in 20 years, it won't be that long. But you know what I mean? In a long time, then yeah, you won't be able to get it anymore, but that's a while. And you should already have it by then anyway. I was going to say, but at that point, we'll definitely tell you about it before it happens. Yeah. And it'll be leaked online anyway, so you can just emulate it at that point in the future i'm sure let's hit this one last topic since we're right here at our 30 minute mark but it's a good one to leave one okay good all right the one reason why ashton will get a playstation will be for this controller i don't know it's honestly it's not for me it uh, the black PS five does look good because you're used to seeing it white. Usually, I'd go for white consoles like the One S. Looks really slick, but I was compared. I was used to the uh, VCR dinosaur Xbox One, the black one. Anyway, it is a LeBron James controller and PS five. It has LeBron's crown in the middle, touch panel, and it says nothing is given, everything is earned. It has a bunch of different crowns and rocket and. The controller has the same thing and then nods to his uh, I promise school and stuff like that. But it it's not for me. I think it's kind of ugly, but a lot of people like it and a lot of people will buy it, which is why they did the collaboration in the first place. But uh, anyway, it's cool to see this because LeBron, I don't know if you knew this, but LeBron always carried around his childhood PS2 back when he first came into the league in 2003. Like, every game you'd see him carrying it from the plane, like, to his hotel or something. Um, But he still plays games now on his PS5. He still plays PlayStation, but I know he plays 2K and Madden and other games. But, yeah, they're just being nice to LeBron because they know he's a gamer, and they're just a little collab. Pretty cool. But if it looked better... I'd consider getting it because it's LeBron. I'm a fan of LeBron, but if I don't like it. That's actually shocking. I'm surprised. But uh, 
I mean, I wouldn't get a controller just because I know it's probably going to cost more than a normal controller. Probably. <laughs> and to me, I already got the 2K18 poster, which that's literally exactly what the 2K18 poster looks like to me. Pretty, yeah, the uh, 2K19. It was a 2K19? Mm-hmm. Legend Edition. Kyrie was on 18. Gotcha. I knew it was one of those two. It's I was I still swore up and down it was eighteen though, but yeah, you're right because that's when I pre-ordered it and you got the. I got launch dated. edition. Yeah, <laughs> but that was, was the that? first neighborhood that was online that was actually good. Yeah, so like I said, we both got that poster. So to me, mm-hmm. that's just I seen that. I was like, that's what the poster looks like. I was like, but then again, it's literally the same as that guy, right? I have the uh, bracelet just right over there, actually, that you got with that. Oh, yeah. Well, we got, got with that. As I say, I got the bracelet somewhere. It's, but yeah, like I said to me, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's cool. I've seen this design before, but obviously that's the guy's design. Right. I mean, why change it if it sells? I guess. That's right. I just, I really figured that'd be a reason why you would at least buy the play the control. I mean, I know it's kind of pointless buy a controller for a game you don't have. I mean, for a console you don't have, but I could use it on my Odin. Yeah, that's true. I have PlayStation to- games on there. Yeah, I mean, it's not PS5 games on there, but I mean, it's PlayStation, so technically I could use it because it's a PlayStation controller. Cool. Maybe I will, it's- just because you said that. Maybe. That's right. I got I you ain't spending there. $90 on the controller, though. They're <laughs> regular 70s, so I'm sure that one's going to be marked up 10 or $20. Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. But when it does come out, you will be able to find it on our Amazon affiliate link. Oh, yeah. It'll be on there. If you want to pay $90 for a controller. Yeah. Or who knows? Amazon might have it on sale. They might. You just got to use our affiliate link to find out. (laughs) That was a good segue into the end of the episode. That's right. All right. You follow our socials, our YouTube, our Twitch, which you could be listening to us live on right now. Right. Uh, Discord. Patreon, if you want to get that squirrely. Yep. Red or if not. Our main. That's what we use now. Yep. Redbubble, if you want to get our merch. Yep. Get a nice shirt. Like this. This isn't our uh-huh. merch, but it's still a nice shirt. I was say, I love how he's flashing a shirt. It's not our merch. It's not, but it's my. It's my union shirt. Brotherhood of Flashboard. Yeah. Be- anyway, yeah, like Colin said, our Discord, we'd love to chat with you guys. Join it. Our Twitch. You can watch us live. Follow me on Twitch. And I'll be playing some games. I'll play games with you guys if you want. We can play some Mario Kart. Whatever else. Literally anything. Just but if you don't want to do any of that, just listen to us. A lot of our podcast is gaining ground. Keep sharing it with your friends. Anybody you come in contact with, uh, we appreciate you listening and sharing it with everybody. Just appreciate you. All right. I think that's it. Later, guys. See you next week.
Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.